The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformational Healing with your host, Dr. Bonnie Morrow. There are a variety of techniques for hands-on healing that can help you move closer to your vision of good health. In our program, we discuss both the business and science of dealing with different aspects of the healthy community with specialists in various energy practices. Now, here is Dr. Bonnie Morrow. Hello, this is Bonnie, Dr. Bonnie Morrow with Transformational Healings. Welcome to my world. I'm so glad you're out there and Hello, world. Come right in. Uh, Set yourself down. Have a a cup of tea. We have Dr. Beverly Dixon with us today, and she is a super lady. So I'll talk to her in just a second. I'll tell you a little bit about her. She's a retired university professor. She has both research and teaching experience. She taught medical microbiology to nursing pre-professional undergraduates and graduate biology students for over 25 years. Now, after she's been doing that, she has enough letters behind her name for alphabet soup. So, welcome, Dr. Beverly. Thank you, Bonnie, for the introduction. You're welcome. So tell us about all those teachings and uh, so forth. You know what I was interested in was your teaching in, and I can't say it, O-L-S-Z-T-Y-N, Poland. Oh, in Olsztyn. Well, back in 2000, I was awarded a Fulbright Senior Scholar Fellowship to teach in Poland, and I spent six months there at the university in Olsztyn. Uh, I didn't have to teach in Polish. I could speak in English, although Polish is my first language, and I, I can speak, but not well enough to teach in Polish. Uh, and it was a fabulous experience. Right. And in 2011, I was also invited back uh, to spend a week teaching again, and that was on a grant from the European Union. Fantastic! Yeah. I, I like this. I like those people that are high flyers. Okay, <laughs> so the time that you spent in Poland. Let's talk about that because that is part of our world out there. So, and you taught microbiology. I actually taught a course called Fish Health Management. Um, my research area, area of expertise, where I have uh, a patent also on my research, was in fish and shrimp diseases. Uh, so I taught the course there for six months to the fisheries students. They never had anyone prior to that teaching the medical aspects uh, and fish diseases. 
Uh, so it was part microbiology, part immunology, part parasitology, uh, all of those that en- encompass what it takes to raise healthy fish in aquaculture. Oh, wow. Uh, so tell us just a little bit. Just give us, I know we want to talk about healing touch. So just give us a little bit about the fish research. Well, I started my fish research as a graduate student in the College of Veterinary Medicine at the University of Georgia. Uh, and at that time, we were working on a parasite in fish called ick or white spot disease. And if you've ever had tropical fish, uh, you know this disease. Uh, it's a protozoan parasite. It's actually not bacteria, uh, and it's very difficult to treat. So for part of my research, um, what I did was develop uh, a vaccine against uh, the parasite uh, in channel catfish. And as a result of that research, uh, we ended up with a patent on the vaccine. Wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. That's great. So, yes, I do know Ick. My daughter has a an aquarium, and right now her fish have Ick. Oh, well. So. <laughs> the, the vaccine never became commercially available. It was more of a an academic, basic research, basic science project, but it, it turned out to work. Great. Great. So you erased all those little white spots, did you? Yes, we did in Channel Catfish. <laughs> Good. So, and now you are a Healing Touch instructor for yes, level one and level two. Yes. So, what 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 was your reasoning? What situation did you decide to do this research in Healing Touch? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Well. I was at a class on meditation, and the instructor mentioned that she was about to be certified in healing touch. Uh, I never heard those words together. I had absolutely no idea what healing touch was. So I talked to my massage therapist, a very wise man, who gave me Barbara Brennan's book, Hands of Light. And if you've read that, I'm sure, you know that the first few chapters have to do with physics. Barbara was a physicist. So the science of that absolutely captured me. And I went online and found a class in Healing Touch, Level 1, and I took the class. Was very skeptical, I have to say. No one was more skeptical about this than I was. I thought, I'm going to do what? Oh, come on, you've got to be kidding. Uh, And after that first class, I was just captured. And a month later, I took level two. Uh, both instructors mentioned that I should go on, that they thought I had a gift for it. Uh, again, being skeptical, but I went on to level three, and by that time, I was absolutely captured. Uh, and then I went on to do level four and five. Uh, and at the end of level five, um, Cynthia Hutchinson, our program director, was our instructor. Uh, and she asked, is there anyone who might want to go on for level six instructor training? And at that point, everybody put their head down and thought, oh, no, I've spent a lot of time doing this work. I, I can't do it anymore. Uh, and then a few months later, my husband said to me, he was actually encouraging me. Uh, he said to me, you need to go on. You're a teacher. It's who you are. It's what you do. So 
So I called Cynthia, uh, asked when the next level class was. She said, come on down to Boulder. And I took level six and have been an instructor since 2010. Well, the program is lucky to have you, Beverly. Well, I actually enjoy the program. Thank you. So since you're a scientist, tell us how the chakras relate to biology. Oh, one of my very, very pet topics. Um, As a scientist, one of the questions I always had in our Healing Touch classes was, how does it work, but how does it work? Uh, And I never really was able to get a good answer. So what I did um, a few years ago was actually put together a program called the Biology Behind Healing Touch, uh, and it was presented at one of our conferences uh, in San Antonio. Uh, and so I, I developed for myself uh, how Healing Touch made sense to me as a biologist. Uh, and interestingly enough, um, the chakras are placed um, in the body, I'm sure by, not by coincidence, but they happen to coincide with the endocrine organs. Uh, and the endocrine organs are organs that secrete hormones and compounds that pretty much control the whole body. Uh, and so then it made perfect sense to me when I started putting the pieces together uh, exactly how healing touch could work. So, for example, the heart chakra uh, is connected with the thymus gland, which is the master gland of the immune system, Uh, and in some of my patients, my um, cancer patients, it turned out that that was the chakra that seemed to be the most compromised uh, in all of the patients I was working with. And in thinking about it, it absolutely made sense. Uh, Cancer is the body's system out of control where the the cells are reproducing, out of control, and it's the immune system's responsibility to manage that. Uh, And if that chakra was compromised, the thymus gland, it suddenly made perfect sense to me as how that could occur. Uh, So I've I've really liked putting the pieces together of how the chakras relate to the areas in the body and then the particular uh, effects of that on the body. Great. So... The heart chakra is the, when it's compromised, and, and thus the uh, uh, thymus gland, it's a possibility to create cancer. Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm not saying necessarily to create cancer, but the, the thymus gland is the master gland of the immune system. Uh, and it pretty much controls the immune response. Uh, and there are cells in the body whose job it is, that's why I call the Rambos, circulate through the body looking for abnormal cells, uh, and those being either virally infected cells or bacterially infected cells or cells out of control like cancer cells. So it seemed perfectly logical to me that if there was a compromise in the heart chakra and in the thymus gland, that the immune system wouldn't be functioning properly, and those cells could cells could go undetected. So, if I keep my heart chakra 
spinning in a clockwise direction? Is that a good preventative medicine? Oh, absolutely. Keep that immune system strong. Keep the heart chakra open and, and spinning. Um, and keep the thymus gland functioning properly. Keep the energy flowing in the thymus gland. Great, 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 great. Okay, my husband is a scientist. He is a doctor of chemistry. And I said to him, you need to listen to Dr. Beth because she's going to talk on your level about the science of healing touch. So he says, well, maybe I will. So maybe (laughs) he will. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Anything else on the chakra and how it relates to biology? Well, here's another interesting thing I came across when I was putting together um, some of my presentations. Uh, If you look at the chakras and what area of the body is connected to the chakras, uh, and if there happens to be uh, a disruption in the particular chakra, um, for example, if we look at the root chakra, uh, the root chakra is related to uh, trust issues and phobias, uh, your basic fight-or-flight response. Uh, if we look at the other end and we look at the crown chakra, um, this is related to spirituality, knowledge of a higher power. Uh, and if there's a, a compromise there, it usually causes a general discontent or an angst, an overall depression. And the chakras in the middle seems to be more localized, more locally connected to the particular area of the body. So I thought to myself, isn't this interesting? If you're not connected top and bottom, what seems to happen is an overall systemic problem in the body. Uh, If one of the chakras in the middle is compromised, then the problem seems to be more localized. Uh, So I think we need to be connected top and bottom to universal energy and then to Mother Earth energy, Uh, keep that connection so that we're overall balanced. Great. Thank you for that. Uh, Bev, let's go to a quick break and we'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about healing touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Are you ready for a real fact-based show about alternative and natural approaches to health? Listen for Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Drs. Jim and Janine Fox. We're not about the latest health fads. We're about proven methods from real patients and real situations. Each week's show is an eye-opening look behind the scenes of real health. Live Healthy, Be Healthy can be heard live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hello, this is Dr. Bonnie Morrow with Transformational Healing. Welcome back. I hope you had time to fill up your teacup so you can relax and listen to our guest, Dr. Beverly Dixon. Beverly, are you out there somewhere? I'm here. (laughs) Okay. Not in Poland, right? No. (laughs) Uh, So you speak Polish, which indicates that your parents were Polish? My grandparents uh, on both sides actually immigrated to this country in the early 1900s. Uh, and so my great-grandmother actually lived with me as a child when, when I was growing up. She lived with us. So she spoke Polish to me, and I learned how to speak as my first language. And then I had, if you can believe this, eight years of Polish. I could read and write and speak Polish uh, in Polish Catholic school. However, I don't often have a chance to use it, so I can't remember a lot of it. But when I'm in Poland, I can pick it back up again very quickly. Right. That's great. So have you taught overseas anywhere else besides Poland? Uh, Other than Poland, I also, in 1993, I received a grant from the Belgian National Science Foundation and I spent six months at the university in Ghent, uh, in Belgium. That wasn't really a teaching assignment. It was actually a research assignment. Uh, but I did teach a few classes and labs um, to the Master of Science students there uh, at the university uh, in the aquaculture lab. So I did actually teach a little bit there, but it was a research assignment. And what were you researching? Uh, we were actually testing um, a new chlorofrenicolone drug uh, called sarafloxacin. Um, those of you listeners who may know the drug that's called ciprofloxacin, uh, it's, a, it's a relative of ciprofloxacin that we were testing. Uh, and we were trying to develop uh, a medicated live feed for shrimp in aquaculture. So that turned out to be a very interesting project, um, working with uh, brine shrimp, small shrimp that uh, you feed to shrimp and and, uh, larval fish. Uh, And we were actually devised a method to feed the drug to the shrimp. Uh, The shrimp would take it up, and then we fed the medicated shrimp to the fish. So it was sort of a a roundabout way of getting uh, a drug, an antibiotic, into the fish. But you got the job done, no matter how. We got the job done. Yes, we did. Good. Okay, so you are also on the HTWF, which is the Healing Touch Worldwide Foundation Board, 
and you are the chair of the Grant Awards Committee. Yes, I am. A position I started the 1st of November of last year. All right. So how do you see that going? Well, so far it's going fairly well. Uh, We are working on making the grant application process more streamlined, uh, working on uh, forms for pre-proposal so that people submitting grants um, do a pre-proposal first and then are invited to submit a full proposal. So we're trying to streamline the method, making it a little bit easier. Uh, and that those forms are now uh, available on the website. Uh, so if there's anyone out there listening, we encourage you to apply for grant um, funding. Um, we need uh, more research done in, in Healing Touch, and we've, we've got funds to, to support research. We now have um, three grants that were funded since I became uh, the grant chair in November, uh, having to do with research. Uh, and also we funded the uh, Janet Menken uh, Vision Fund uh, for two of our practitioners to go to Nepal uh, and teach um, Level 4 and 5 in Nepal. That was uh, actually before the, the earthquake struck there in Nepal. So we're, we're active in grants, and so uh, if anyone's listening, please send in your grant applications. All righty. So how do... <laughs> What is the website? Uh, the Healing Touch Worldwide Foundation website. Great. Okay. So how by, how does biology relate to some of your hospice and cancer clinic experience? Well, part of my cancer clinic experience, uh, I practiced for 10 years at the Charlotte Maxwell Complementary Clinic uh, in Oakland, California, uh, and it's a clinic for low-income women with cancer. Uh, and while I was there, it was during the period where I was gathering my 100 patients for um, the Level 5 assignment. Uh, and I noticed after a few months that the chakra that seemed to be the most compromised uh, was the heart chakra. And I thought, well, this is interesting. And so as being the the scientist that I am, I made a big chart, and I put all the various types of cancers on one side and um, the chakras on the other side and actually tracked uh, the chakras that were compromised uh, in our patients. And as I mentioned earlier, it turned out that the heart chakra, the one connected to the thymus gland, uh, was the chakra that was the most compromised uh, in close to 90% of the patients that I worked with. The second most compromised chakra uh, was the throat chakra, uh, which was a, a bit of a surprise to me. Uh, and when I thought about that, I thought, well, maybe this has to do with a disturbance in the metabolism, the uh, throat chakra, um, not being able to speak your truth and connected to the thyroid gland. So I thought maybe this is uh, a disruption in metabolism that's caused as a result of the cancer. And in my, pardon, in my hospice work, um, that was also uh, very interesting work, uh, biologically speaking, uh, 
a number of the patients that I worked with there. Uh, I was with Hope Hospice also in California for four years. Uh, uh, And that was very interesting because a number of the patients could not verbally communicate. Uh, And in practicing the healing touch techniques, uh, it was very obvious to me that we were communicating on some level, even though we weren't verbally speaking, some of them were even paralyzed, uh, but there's a higher level of communication that, that took place. And to me as a scientist, it was very interesting to experience that type of communication um, with patients, with, with folks who, who couldn't speak and, or may have even been paralyzed uh, and some had uh, cases even of dementia. Uh, so that was also very interesting. So can you develop that a little bit for us? Tell us a well, little bit example, more. Okay, for example, um, I had one patient who uh, couldn't really speak, but yet when I started, I always would start with um, a chakra connection. Uh, she was paralyzed, half paralyzed on one side in a wheelchair. And yet when I would start doing the technique and started in her feet and moving up, uh, there was a, 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 tr- a movement on her part where she was trying to um, give me a signal that she did not want me to move, move my hands from that area. Like she, it felt comforting to her on her feet uh, and on her knees. Uh, and she never spoke a word. She couldn't speak. Uh, but on some level, you could feel, feel the energy and almost feel what she was trying to say. Uh, and so that to me was, was, was very interesting, uh, how she was able to communicate with me without saying a word. And I knew what it was that she wanted. Great. So was that with her eyes? Um, not so much with her eyes. It was just more of a, a general feeling. And she would attempt to try to move her foot, and I knew she couldn't, uh, but I could feel that she was trying to do that. It's very difficult to to explain, but it was just a general feeling that she was somehow communicating to me, and I was getting the feeling from her while I was going through the chakra connection, uh, what it was that she wanted. Did she want me to keep my hands in a certain area longer than uh, in, in another area? That is wonderful work. So, how did the how did the body feel to you, the practitioner? Uh, the body feels to me. Uh, my left hand is more sensitive than my right hand, uh, and it feels to me as a tingle in my hand. Uh, and I also, I'm not sure how how I can explain this, but I f- I feel the color. Uh, and a, a color to me, when I feel it, I feel the color represents um, warmth or it represents cold or it represents a blocked chakra. Uh, it, it, it's the color that I feel, and the color has a meaning to me. Great. Do you use your pendulum? Uh, in the hospice work, I did not use the pendulum. Uh, I did not. But I think... 
once a person is experienced in healing touch and they know what that feeling is for them, uh, that, that you can feel if the chakra uh, is open or if it's compromised, um, you can sense that in your hands. It may take a while to develop that, but I think once a, a person practices and knows what that feeling is for them, uh, they will be able to... Um, sense that feeling, and I know there are some situations um, where uh, pendulums are, I won't say not allowed, but where pendulums are uh, not used, like particularly in hospice situations. Yes, yes. It, it might scare the client a little bit Right. to see that. Good. Uh, so, Beverly, what? Nope. Let's go to quick break, and when we come back, we'll see what you're up to today. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about healing touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Do you know about Reiki? This method of healing can complement Western medicine as well as other alternative practices. Besides healing, it can have the additional effect of making you feel more positive about yourself and the world around you. By tuning into For the Love of Reiki with host Paula Vale, you'll find how Reiki can improve your health, bring balance into your life, and fill you with joy. For the Love of Reiki is broadcast live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We are bombarded daily with information about beauty products and anti-aging treatments. Do you know how they have been tested? Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelly's Show and Tell with host Shelly Hancock. We'll bring you the top-rated skincare products and treatments tested by Real Transformation Skin Care Centers. We'll motivate you to make the best changes. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to healingtouchtx at aol.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Welcome back. Uh, you have reached Transformational Healings with Bonnie Morrow and Beverly Dixon. So Beverly is a scientist, and she is able to tell us how Healing Touch works scientifically, which is not always available to us. 
So, uh, Beverly, what are you doing these days? Uh, these days? Well, I'm about to go to the beach when we finish the interview. Um, I live in West Hampton, New York, and we're about three or four miles from the beach. Uh, so walking on the beach is a good healing, grounding experience for me. Uh, and I'm also doing a number of presentations on Healing Touch. In fact, next week, one uh, at the uh, Eastern Sun Holistic Health. Uh, and I've done a number of um, lectures at the local uh, junior college uh, in a class. So I'm, I'm keeping busy um, doing those kinds of things here and spreading the word of Healing Touch on eastern Long Island. Good. So you are retired, so that seems to fill your time. I'm retired from the university, uh, but I do still take classes and give lectures, and uh, I belong to the League of Women Voters, and we're active in voter registration. So I, I fill my days pretty easily. Yes. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you, how do they do that? Uh, I have a website. It's www.beverly.dixon. And you can find my classes on there that I teach. I also have um, approval from the California Board of Registered Nurses. Uh, and I am approved for continuing education units for nurses. So I give classes for CE units uh, in energy medicine and also in microbiology. Great. Great. So if they chose to take a class, are your classes online or? Yes, they're on the website. All the various classes are listed on the website. Great. Great, great, great. So if there's two things or one or two things you'd like our listeners to take away today, what would those be? Well, uh, I think for my experience with Healing Touch as the skeptical scientist, um, it to me, in all my now over almost 15 years of experience, uh, it. Healing touch just seems to work uh, on the biological level. Uh, it elicits the relaxation response, and we can measure that uh, biologically. We can measure it physiologically. Uh, and I think that's where one of the real, real secrets of healing touch is, uh, the elicitation of the relaxation response. Uh, many of my clients that um, were at the clinic um, would say to me, I've, this is the best sleep I've had. Uh, I feel really good. Uh, I feel very relaxed. And some of them would come, up, come in and say, I have no particular issue today. Uh, I just need an energy tune-up. Uh, and so even though we can't yet scientifically measure everything that's going on with Healing Touch, uh, at this point, we do know and have quite a bit of evidence uh, that it actually really works. Uh, and so that, for me, as a scientist, uh, is, is gratifying, that even though I can't ex- always explain it, um, I can see the results and uh, I know that it's working. So experientially, so, you, you know that it's, it's experientially, working. Experientially, 
And, and once again, I have to say, no one was a bigger skeptic than me as a trained scientist. Uh, and, and over the years, I've, I've really, really seen results, and uh, especially uh, even with my own, my own mother, uh, when she was in the hospital and was agitated, uh, and I was fairly young in training at that time, and I asked the nurse at the nurse's station if I could try this new technique that I'm learning, and she said, sure. Uh, and I started to do the chakra connection. And within a few minutes, um, my mother looked at me and said, why didn't you do this sooner? You're going to put me to sleep. And she had absolutely no idea what I was doing. Uh, so I know even um, that it was working, even though she didn't know what was happening, uh, but there was some, some effect was taking place. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I do get that. And the the Carol Comater's diagram of how healing occurs, the first thing that happens is relaxation. Yes. Yes. The parasympathetic system. Um, I've done a, a lot of research um, on stress, actually. Stress was um, one of the topics that I was interested in years ago when I first started my scientific research. Uh, and... The biggest problem there is when you trigger the stress response, the fight-or-flight response, of course that comes through the root chakra uh, into the adrenal glands, and they release the epinephrine and the cortisol. Uh, And the cortisol really, really has a damaging effect on all areas of the body. Uh, And the the fight-or-flight response was not designed for this constant turning on of the system that we now face in our everyday life, uh, where we have little stresses all day long, uh, and that release of cortisol really, really takes a toll. Uh, And one of the things that the Healing Touch does uh, is ameliorate the cortisol, the effects of cortisol. Uh, So I think that in itself is uh, a, a big, big Plus, for healing touches, that not only does it elicit the relaxation, but through that response uh, can minimize the effects of the cortisol. And what does cortisol do to our body? Uh, cortisol affects everything. For one thing, uh, it's an immunosuppressant. Uh, it causes um, a disruption in the immune system. Uh, and it actually depresses the system, so it, it basically turns off part of the system. Uh, it is responsible for increasing uh, blood pressure, for increasing heart rate. Uh, it affects uh, the thyroid gland and the, and the production of the hormones in the thyroid gland. Uh, it pretty much wreaks havoc on just about everything. Uh, Interesting. Interesting, interesting. When I was um, working with Exxon, I was pretty stressed. Of course, at that time, I was single, raising two kids by myself, trying to work, and uh, I think I was stressed most of the time. And chronic stress, particularly um, in women from the release of, of cortisol, can also cause calcium to be lost from the bones, so that can lead to osteoporosis. Uh, it can cause platelets to clot, which can lead then to, to um, blood clots. Uh, it can interfere with digestion and causing acid reflux. 
So it, it pretty much has a has a hand in about every system uh, and causing things to to really go wrong. So it's a big 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 problem. Thank you, Bev. Now, our listeners, please heed what Dr. Bev said to you. And how do we resist the stress? Well, we get healing touch sessions. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> <laughs> and is are there other ways? Well, certainly. Um, other other modalities, um, massages, uh, anything that has a physical contact um, will actually um, release endorphins. Uh, endorphins are the body's natural opiates. Uh, and so they make us feel better, and also um, release of oxytocin. Uh, oxytocin um, actually causes a feeling uh, that's similar to falling in love, uh, and that's the same thing that chocolate does. So eating the good dark chocolate uh, will also do that. Uh, but oxytocin is called a bonding hormone, uh, and it's released on physical contact. Uh, and it's also called the feel-good hormone. Uh, so, again, with uh, healing touch, the oxytocin and the endorphins are released as part of the relaxation response. Wow. Okay, listeners out there who are some lady who's at home with two or three children, and they are kind of forcing you to climb the walls, these are some things that you can do for yourself, and you not only do they make you feel good, but they increase your health. So Dr. Bev has, has explained that to you today, and please take heed, relax, read a book, get a massage, get healing touch. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That, that's a good one. Yeah, it really is. So how do I find a Healing Touch practitioner in my town? Well, you can go on the Healing Touch program website. uh, And the way it's set up, you can actually click on your particular state. uh, And it will give you a list of practitioners that are in your area. Great. And also a list of uh, instructors. Thank you. Thank you. So please, homemakers, mothers, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself and do what you can to relax so that you'll live longer. Can I give you a a Chinese proverb along those lines? Please. Tension is who you think you should be. Relaxation is who you are. Wow. Say that again, Bev. Tension is who you think you should be. Relaxation is who you are. Oh, I like that. There's also uh, quite a bit of evidence indicating that chronic stress can actually damage the DNA. Uh, There are little caps at the end of the chromosomes that contain the DNA, These little caps are called telomeres, and with 
natural aging process or with chronic stress, these little caps at the end begin to fray and come apart, and it damages the DNA. Uh, and there's also evidence indicating that that damage can be reversed with um, relaxation. That is even more evidence of why we need to take care of ourselves and relax. Okay, uh, can we come back in just a minute, please? Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Welcome back. You are at Transformational Healing with Dr. Bonnie Morrow. And today our guest is Dr. Bev, Dr. Bev Dixon, and she goes by Bev. So she has explained to us today how the chakras and healing touch relate to the biology of the body. And I learned a lot today from her about the flight or fight syndrome in the root chakra. Are you still there, Beth? I'm here. Okay. We have a few minutes left. Let's talk about some of the Healing Touch research. Okay. Uh, And as the chair of the grants committee, um, I see a lot of the research that's being done. I'm also um, on the Healing Touch Program Research Advisory Council, Uh, and I'm familiar with some of the the research that has come through there. And by the way, listeners, if you go to the Healing Touch program website, there is a link to Healing Touch uh, research. 
But there was one, one project that was done a few years ago, which actually I thought was quite interesting. Uh, it has to do with the immune response, and uh, for many years I taught immunology, so that, that area is a particular favorite of mine. Uh, and it has to do with a um, group of women who had cervical cancer, and they were given uh, healing touch uh, treatments. Uh, and then their blood was drawn, and a particular type of white blood cell called a natural killer cell um, was counted, was tracked. Uh, and these are the cells that I call the Rambos. These are the cells that the immune system is very militaristic, uh, and it has a, a cells that circulate through the body looking for abnormal cells. And so one thing that you really want to have is a high number of natural killer cells. Uh, and in this particular study, uh, the women who were receiving Healing Touch, uh, their level of natural killer cells uh, remained steady, and then after a few months, after about six months or so, slowly began to taper off. Uh, whereas the women in the study who were not getting healing touch sessions, so were getting what was just called regular treatment, um, the level of natural killer cells began to drop off fairly rapidly. Uh, so those that were getting the healing touch, their level of natural killer cells remained high. Uh, and these are the cells that you want. These are the surveillance cells. This is actually called the immune surveillance system. Uh, and these are the cells whose job it is to find and seek out and destroy abnormal cells. Um, so that was a, uh, a study indicating that there is uh, a benefit to the immune response uh, following healing touch treatments. And these uh, natural killer cells were uh, activated and maintained uh, during this particular research experiment. Uh, so that was particularly interesting to me as uh, an immunologist teaching immunology uh, and relating that back to a particular treatment, in this case, healing touch. So once again, I was able to put the piece together for myself uh, and how the biology behind healing touch can actually affect the system. Uh, there are a number of other studies uh, dealing with cortisol. As I mentioned, cortisol is uh, released by the adrenal glands during the fight-or-flight response and affects lots of areas in the body. It also affects the uh, immune response. Uh, and there are a number of studies in which you can measure the amount of salivary cortisol, the cortisol that's released uh, in, the, in the saliva. Uh, and there's evidence indicating that with uh, healing touch treatments that the level of salivary cortisol uh, is actually depressed. It decreases, uh, indicating that that fight-or-flight response, the um, salivary cortisol, is being lowered following treatment. And we actually have a, a grant that's being funded now through the Healing Touch Worldwide Foundation uh, that is doing some further investigation into the, uh, that area and measuring levels of salivary cortisol. So those are the two areas of research that interest me uh, in my particular area of uh, immunology. Is the uh, cortisol in our mouth the same cortisol 
that is produced by uh, the adrenals? Yes, the cortisol is produced by the adrenal glands. Cortisone is, uh, cortisol is cortisol, huh? Cortisol is cortisol. <laughs> it's, uh, once the fight-or-flight response is triggered, um, it actually originates as uh, a nervous response in the nervous system in the brain. Uh, the older part of the brain called the hypothalamus is activated. It triggers the pituitary. The pituitary, of course, is connected to the brow chakra. Uh, there's a signal then sent to the adrenal glands connected to the root chakra. Then the root chakra, the, the adrenal glands send out the epinephrine and the cortisol. Uh, and then from there, uh, the cortisol can actually affect the thyroid gland, which is connected to the throat chakra uh, and other areas in the body. Uh, so in that fight-or-flight response, uh, initially there are a number of chakras uh, that are immediately connected to that response. Thank you. Boy, it, boy, it really is important, isn't it? Uh, it really is, and I think that that's, again, how healing touch can ameliorate the fight-or-flight response, ameliorate that stress, and keep those levels of cortisol in check. Good. So, listeners, you've heard it. You've heard it here. You heard it from Dr. Bev. And I request that you take good care of yourself so you can come back and hear us another day. Bev, I would like to thank you so much for being on our show today and sharing your knowledge with us. It has been so great. Thank you for inviting me, Bonnie. You're welcome. And we will... Talk to you another time. Okay, thank you. Uh-huh, bye-bye. Bye. So, listeners out there, please take care of yourselves. Please have another cup of tea, sit back, relax, and know that it's important for your health, not just to get off your feet for a minute, but it's important for your health. All righty. Thank you so much for being with us today, and I hope that you learned something important today from Dr. Bev, and perhaps she'll be on again with us on the program. We will be back next Thursday. Please set your alarm and and join us, won't you? God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. Transformational Healing with Dr. Bonnie Morrow is broadcast live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a healthy week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.